Welcome to Shake That Soul. I'm your host, Rose Rising. This podcast is about getting in touch with your spiritual side and living intentionally. Let's get ready to laugh, ignite our creative spark, and open our minds. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode nine of Shake That Soul. And I really appreciate all of you being here with me. Now, I had originally recorded this episode and uploaded it and decided to delete it and start fresh. And no, it was not a perfectionism thing. It was because I felt like when I recorded the episode, I was so emotionally drained and kind of in a bad place because a lot of stuff has happened over the past couple of weeks. And I don't want to just be half-assed about it and just post something just to post it. So I decided to start fresh and re-record this entire episode. And so if anybody listened to the previous one, I hope you did get something out of that. I'm still going to do a brand new Oracle reading because a couple of days have passed and I've had time to just kind of reflect a little bit. But this episode is going to be about how to have a more magical summer, how to get in touch with your spiritual side this summer. So I'm going to give you 11 ways to do that. The way that I came up with this idea was because I noticed that so much content is focused on the external for summer. For example, I'm sure you heard the phrase hot girl summer. And I don't think there's a problem with focusing on your outer beauty and doing a glow up. Nothing wrong with that. But what if you want to do some inner work? What if you want to focus on spiritual growth? So that's what this episode is all about. Step one, one of the best things to do is to set an intention for the season. So you can just pick one word or one phrase that you would like your summer to embody. So that word could be adventure. It could be creativity. It could be passion. It could be connection. So I want you to take a moment and think about what word you would like to use to represent your summer. You could even pick three words if you want or a phrase. And once you figure out what that is, post it somewhere so you can see it every day as a reminder. Number two, one of the most important things is to try to relax into the moment. And what I mean by that is accept where you're at. There's a lot of cultural pressure to go on lavish vacations and focus on taking the perfect pictures and having an epic summer, but not all of the time all of us are able to do that. You might have financial limitations or stuff going on with your health, or maybe you're just not in the mood to go anywhere. And I think that is perfectly okay. I think it's good to just settle into that and have gratitude for wherever you're at in your life right now. If you're unable to do something crazy and epic, then maybe start planning you know, for the future instead, rather than feeling bad or feeling guilty or feeling bad about yourself for not having something amazing planned. Number three is to pick one or two people that you would like to deepen your connection with. 
So if you have a friend that you've lost contact with, or you have an acquaintance in your life that you'd like to get to know better, or if you have a partner, maybe you want to deepen your connection with them as well. So think about these people that you would like to take your relationship further with and focus on that for the summer, because I think summers are a great time to focus on relationships. Things are supposed to be kind of, you know, slowed down. <laughs> There's days where you can be kind of lazy and you can take that opportunity to reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a long time. Number four, this is one of my favorite ones, and it is to make a theme playlist. So pick some of your favorite songs and use these songs as a means to visualize what you want to bring to your, yourself for the summer. Are you jumping into a waterfall naked? Are you watching the stars on a blanket with your bestie? So I want you to take this playlist and while you're listening, just envision where you want to be and what you want to be doing. Number five is to try one type of healing modality that you've never tried before. So ultimately, the goal is just to focus on an act of self-care. So that could be taking a class that you've been curious about. You could even go to a sound healing. If you're not familiar with that, I did an interview with a sound healer in my last episode, and that talks about the benefits of what sound healing can do. You can go get an oracle reading or a Reiki session. And, you know, if that's too woo-woo for you, just go get a massage. Do something nice for yourself, a mani-pedi. Number six is to pick one place to travel to that is a place of nature only. And reason being, I think it's important just to disconnect from everything and put away your soul, your cell phone and just be present in the moment. Like I said, in number two, I think it's important to accept where you're at and have gratitude for where you're at versus always wanting and striving for for something else. And if you do want something else, then work on it, visualize it, think about what your intentions are. So you don't have to go full blown camping at the bottom of the Grand Canyon and play with the rattlesnakes. You can just go to your local park, sit under a tree. If it's super hot, wherever you're at, because I know in Phoenix, it's like 120 degrees, you know, just wait till the evening or try to get up early in the morning and just sit outside, close your eyes, listen to the birds and just connect. Number seven is to pick three spiritual books that you've been wanting to read. And they could be anything from sacred texts to something like the seven spiritual laws of success by Deepak Chopra. That's a great one. Or you could try Big Magic. That book is by Elizabeth Gilbert, and you know she's the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, but this book is nonfiction, and it talks about synchronicity and the creative process, so some of you may enjoy that. If you need any other book recommendations, I am definitely a book nerd, <laughs> so feel free to reach out. You can always email me at shakethatsoul at gmail.com, and I can help you out with that. Number eight is to clear clutter in the summer. A lot of us think of clearing clutter in terms of, you know, spring only, 
But summer's perfect for that. You're going to be inside a lot of the time. You're going to be in the air conditioning. And that's the perfect opportunity to clear your space because clutter and, you know, dirt and all that can definitely hold negative and residual energy. And it's important to get that stuff out of your house. If you have things that remind you of the past, you want to get rid of those things because they're keeping you in the past. So definitely just go through your home, do a nice clutter clearing, and you'll feel a lot better especially if you're inside a lot, you don't want to be staring at to do's all the time. You want to be able to take your time at home to enjoy it. Number nine is try one thing that you've been scared to try. Go have a new experience. For example, like if you want to go to a festival or a concert and you don't have anybody to go with you, then go by yourself and make new friends while you're there. Or just do the opposite of what you normally would do on a daily basis. If you're just eating microwave meals all the time, why don't you take the time to cook a really nourishing meal for yourself for a change? Number 10, another one of my favorites is to spend more time with animals. Animals and pets are absolutely precious, I think. You know, I just have a really special connection with animals and Actually, one of the emotionally draining things that happened this week was that my friend had gotten into an accident and her dog got ejected from the car and the dog ran away. And so it was like two days he was gone. And luckily, like the community pulled together and the local animal shelter at Yavapai helped us. And I posted on the the message boards and he actually came back. He like ran a hundred miles like through the woods in the desert and somebody found him and that was like a pure miracle but my point being is that animals and our time with our pets is very limited so I think it's important to not take them for granted they're so special they're you know they help us on an emotional level they're very supportive and I think it's fine if you want to spoil your pet go ahead and spoil them (laughs) You know, I wish I had more time with one of my precious dogs that I lost a couple of years ago. You know, I think about her all the time and I'm like, I wish I would have done more for her. I wish I would have intentionally taken her on more pet dates. And, you know, maybe that's excessive or whatever, but that's just me personally. I think the bottom line is don't take anything for granted in your life, whether it's the people or your pets. So... Okay, (laughs) enough of that. But number 11, which is the last step, is to get in touch with your inner child. And what I mean by this is just to play. Make room for play and enjoyment in your life. Do things that you like to do when you were a kid. So if, if it was coloring, painting, drawing, skateboarding, invite your friends over. Make you know, those little tents, uh, you know, in your house, just pin up blankets. I used to pin up my sheets on the wall and make forts and have snacks and just evoke your inner child again. It's so important to do that because as adults, 
there's just so much stupid responsibilities that we have to do on a daily basis. And I think that that can really bog us down and make us negative because we've lost touch with that inner part of ourself. And we have to revisit that from time to time. Another thing that you can do too is to explore the idea of doing shadow work with your inner child. And this is really deep spiritual work. So it's definitely not for the faint of heart. And I've even read that when you do shadow work, you should, you know, have somebody supportive there with you to kind of help you through it, whether it's a therapist or if you have like a good friend, because it can kind of bring up a lot of stuff that's difficult for you. But healing your inner child is definitely critical. All right. So I hope that these 11 steps are helpful to you guys. And actually, you know what? A 12th one popped up. It was to make a sacred space in your house for yourself. So it could be like an altar where you have candles and like fresh flowers and you set your intentions or you pray daily or you could put your sacred books on there. Um, Even, you know, you could do a dedication to your ancestors. So you could put pictures of your loved ones on there and, you know, your crystals or what, you know, whatever sacred objects that you have. If you don't already have a space in your home for that, I recommend doing that. So you have that spot that can remind you to return back to yourself and to return back to your spirituality. All right, so (laughs) we are approaching the end of the episode, but you know what, before I get into the oracle reading, I just wanted to talk a little bit about obstacles, and I feel like lately so many obstacles have been coming up for me and just the people around me, and I think it's easy to get into that mentality to where you feel like a victim. You feel like everything is just going wrong and the world is conspiring against you. And I think that some of the times obstacles are there to test us to see if we want something. There is an element of that is like, do, how bad do you want it? You are going to be tested. Things are going to get in your way because in For some things you do have to prove yourself, like in relationships, I think you have to prove like how much you love someone in a, in a healthy way, of course, but there's also just a reality too that obstacles are part of the human experience and sometimes shit just happens and there's nothing that you can do about it and you have to not let that get in your way and it's important to just dig deep down And find that inner strength to keep pushing forward, even though it seems so hard. And if you feel like you can't do that at the moment, I encourage you to ask for help. I know that it's really hard for people to ask for help sometimes. I definitely struggle with that too. But sometimes it's like impossible to move forward unless you ask for help. (laughs) It's like a necessary step. So that's been coming up for me too. And just, yeah, like I said, it's been an emotional two weeks. A lot of things have come up and 
it was really hard to get this podcast done. And I wanted to make sure that I was a, you know, I was coming from a place of authenticity because ultimately one of my intentions for starting this podcast was to help people. And I want to be able to help people, which reminds me after the eighth episode, I did say that I would be giving out a prize. I mentioned at the end of the last episode that I am giving away one free 30 minute intuitive reading and I'm going to be pulling the winner on July 5th, 2023. So you still have time to enter the raffle. Uh, I'll basically just put everybody's name in a huge bowl and I'll pick a winner on July 5th. So the way to enter that is to email me at shakethatsoul at gmail.com and just put reading in the title and this will be done on the phone. So it doesn't matter wherever you live. Uh, you know, you can call me or I'll call you and I'll do that reading. So we will have one lucky winner for that. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into today's mini oracle reading. And by the way, we did just have summer solstice. So I hope everybody had a great solstice. And, you know, we still have plenty of time left for summer. Summer doesn't end until September. So there's plenty of time to do what you want to do, set all of those intentions and make it magical. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I am shuffling. I'm just going to pull a couple since I already feel like the obstacles (laughs) spiel that I went on was kind of like a reading in and of itself. Okay, so... Oh, I love that. I pulled two cards from this surrender deck that I have because I feel like there's definitely an energy of needing to let stuff go right now. And the first one that I pulled was surrender your attachment to results. And I love this because I've been thinking about this lately when it comes to manifestation. Once you come to a realization of what it is that you really desire for yourself, I think it's important to set it and forget it. I think if you, it's kind of like staring at grass, hoping that it'll grow faster, but really it's not going to help. So if you do want to manifest something for yourself, I think you have to visualize it. Of course, like I mentioned it earlier, you know, set that intention. But at some point you do have to let it go and let it out into the universe and let it come back to you. And if you fixate on it or you force it or you try to make something happen, that's kind of like not conducive to actually making it happen, which is kind of ironic, but that's just how it works. Like sometimes when we're trying to like get stuff done in the business world, there is a reality to it. You do have to be aggressive. You do have to tackle a list of to do's, but when it comes to the spiritual realm where you're trying to manifest things, it's so important just to like, let it go and have faith that it's going to come back to you. Because if you don't have that unwavering faith, it's less likely to happen for you. 
And then the second surrender card is surrender to play, which is exactly what I was talking about before. And even this card says, take a break from overthinking a goal, do something fun. Play is a time of recreation and rejuvenation. So I think sometimes we have to like take a step back from everything and get a new perspective. And then once we do, we can come back to it. Like I said, even with this podcast, I was just struggling with it. Like I, you know, it just wasn't working out. Everything got in my way. It just, I felt like I sounded terrible from an energetic standpoint. I just sounded like sad and I wanted to just redo the whole thing. And I was like, let me take a step back and just scrap the whole thing and just go off for a moment. And then I'll just come back when I'm ready and just do the thing over again. Okay. So the last two cards I got were clear your space, of course, because I was talking about that earlier too. get rid of clutter, clear the energy around you and even use feng shui. So yeah, I mean, summer, you can get it all done. So this way you can enjoy the fall. I absolutely love fall. Like I am an autumn girly through and through, and I want to be able to spend my time in autumn, you know, sitting at a cafe, reading a book, romanticizing my life, you know, drinking my coffee and just enjoying the season. And, you know, if you get all of your clutter out of the way now, you'll have less to do so you can enjoy when September, October rolls around. The last card is take back your power. Use your God-given gifts to manifest blessings in your life. But what I really think this is about is taking back your powers, just realizing how awesome you are, you know, and maybe you don't feel that way all the time. None of us feel that way all of the time. But you have gifts and abilities that you can give to the world and use to better your life. And I think that when we get bogged down, we forget how powerful we are and we lose touch with the fact that, you know, we do have the power to change a lot of things in our lives and in other people's lives as well. So don't forget that you're very capable of doing what it is that you need to do and not to get bogged down. Okay. And not to be too hard on yourself. So some of you right now may be beating yourself up and that's why this message is coming through. So you got to take the power back. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right. So that is all I have for you, beautiful people. And I appreciate you listening all the way through. I hope that you got something out of this episode. And if you did, if you think somebody would benefit from it, please share and also subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, because this way you'll get a notification on when new episodes come out. You can also find me as always on social media at Rose Rising. I hope everybody has a beautiful, great start to the season, and I look forward to catching you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.